1: Hey, this is Carla from the Butcher Babies. This is George Corser under Fisher from Ken Court. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Wednesday, 13. This is guys from Delo-Dotty. This is odorous from Squaw. You're listening to Rabbit Noise on Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. And we are back on Rabbit Noise. That was the Void from Whitechapel's new album, Mark of the Blade. And joining us on the program now from the band is Zach Householder. What's going on man?
0: Uh not much, man. It's a, it's a crazy weather here right now. I know you guys are in the winter time. I guess we're in the summer and my power's out and everything and just a huge storm just blew through so yeah, oh, just, nice. uh, literally standing on the porch it's burning up in my house so i'm just standing on the porch
1: oh man that's hectic yeah it's it's pretty grim and frostbitten down here but uh i'd rather that than the heat <laughs> that's that's for sure
0: yeah you guys got some wicked heat up there for sure been there a few times the hot the heat in australia is no joke man
1: yeah, it, it gets pretty brutal, dude. But uh, I hope you get your power back soon <laughs> so you can get your air on the he come back. <laughs> yeah, I know. I will live, but... Oh, bummer, man. Well, uh, dude, you're about to release uh, album number six, Mark of the Blade, on June 24, and uh, it's killer, dude. It actually did a great job of keeping me awake on my long late-night drive last night. Um, I just turned it up real loud. <laughs> <laughs> <Just>
0: <laughs> so, had to have some kind of racket to listen to, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, man, it kept me up, kept me driving for an hour, and uh, yeah, man, I absolutely love it, and uh, it, it flows really well, too. Um, do you remember what song it was that kicked off the writing process and, and the vibe of the record?
0: Well, it, it was weird this time around. Um, you know, we sometimes we have a plan going into a record, and sometimes we don't, and uh, I think this time around it was, you know, we were kind of rushed again this time around just because of everybody's hectic schedules, you know. Some people live far away, and mm. um, and I just I had a lot of material, you know, that I've been sitting on for forever, and we just kind of compiled it, and, you know, literally, like I guess, 60% of the CD is just stuff that I had laying around, and that that's that kind of, we just kind of worked from there, you know, it was like, here's like six or seven skeletons, let's work from there. And, you know, we really didn't have, we didn't plan on having, you know, some stuff on this record it really just you know there's a time and a place for it and we just felt it this time and we didn't plan on it happening it just felt right you know we didn't want it to ever feel rushed or not organic so you know i think the building block of this record was just the skeletons i had and then we just went from there and we didn't you know the, the color and the vibe of the record doesn't really start happening until you start getting farther along with it so
1: man i like the melodic uh elements that are thrown in too. it it really really works man
0: I'm I'm glad. I hope everybody else thinks that way, man. I'm really, I'm proud of it, man. I think it's like, it's not too cookie cutter. It's not, you know, cheesy, you know, it's kind of, kind of like, you know, I kind of like to compare it to like Catatonia-ish, you know, kind of real depressing kind of singing and, you know, even kind of Corey Taylor-ish kind of too, which, you know, Corey's a killer vocalist as well. And, you know, I think there's any, any style to mimic, it would be him and, you know, the singer Catatonia. He's awesome, so.
1: Oh, man, that new Catatonia record is amazing, if you've heard it.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I've, uh, yeah. It's been it's in my CD player quite a bit lately, so... <laughs>
1: man, I love it. And it's, it's great to hear that, you know, there's that influence in there as well. Um, and the, the song uh, Bring Me Home, which is um, one that you, you're probably referencing there, and uh, that song has got such so much heart, man. It, it's You know, was that the one that sort of really sparked off that, um, you know, influence to go... Uh, with the melodic stuff there?
0: Well, I think, uh, you know, that was one of Savage's songs. And, uh, you know, it was... We were like, man, this stuff, this is really cool. It's a cool vibe. It's almost kind of like death tonesy, you know? And, Mm. uh, it like, we were just kind of like, you know, let's just give it a whirl and see what happens. So we we literally just... You know, Phil kind of had some ideas for vocal patterns, but, you know, nothing really singing yet. And we just recorded it. And when everything kind of came together, you know, Phil just said, you know, hey, check this out. And just threw it down. And it was just like, well... That's magic right there. So I mean, it, it just it just kind of happened, and uh, I think you know the the song itself, you know, especially the way Savage writes, like I think it really, you know, it, it pulled on some emotional strings for Phil, you know, and g- gave him some uh, gave him some fuel to write with it and make it emotional and you know, real you know, real personal. You know, Phil does it on a few songs now, it seems like, and it just I think people can relate with it more.
1: Oh, I totally agree, man. I did. And uh, you know that song really stuck out to me. And uh, even though, man, the album it's still heavy, it's still got its brutal moments, and it's 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 really hard to to pick a favorite after spinning it a few times. Um, but I do really like the track "Venomous" as well. And there's so much
0: going on. You literally. know, it's, it's funny people people have. It's funny the people that have heard it. You know, because we're not really making that a single or anything. And but you know, people that have heard it are just like, wow, that track's sick. So. You know, I'm glad that song that came, song came off well. It was kind of a last minute song of a of a song that I had written, and just you know we just decided to make it a song, and I'm glad it worked out. Phil definitely gets uh, he Phil gets real real rappy over it, which is really cool if you ask me. So I like it when he does stuff like that. So
1: yeah, but it's like uh, the the verses, man. That's that's going to be uh, I think vocally it'd be a mission to to pull off live and musically as well. I mean, it's oh yeah, yeah, man. That that sounds like a challenge. Are you guys going to be
0: Doing that one law, uh, things we just see how that song goes over when the album comes out and what people say about it, and uh, we usually always try, you know, we kind of usually try to pick a deep cut off the album and play it live and see how it goes, you know. But that's usually a little later down the road. Um, it's it's definitely it would definitely be a challenge for Phil as far as you know taking a breath and doing yeah. it. You know, it'd be a it'd be it might. It might be a song for some some backup vocals to help them out there, you know, as far as one of me or somebody else on stage helping them out.
1: So. <laughs> well, man, um, of course, uh, did, have you been jamming on any of these songs on the recent tour? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, we played, uh, we played some new ones. We, uh, we played on the last little tour we did, we played uh, Mark of the Blade and uh, uh, Tremors, because, you know, Tremors we figured go over really well live. It would be kind of cool to do a song, you know, we haven't released yet, And play it live that nobody's heard just to get a little hype because you know we hadn't done that since exile like you know we literally Mm. played this is the song this is exile before the album came out we haven't done something like that since then we thought well you know screw it let's try it again and tremors is really fun to play live it's just super heavy and groovy and got a big chorus and uh and then this tour coming up for warp tour i think we're going to do uh we're going to play elitist ones and probably keep marking the blade in there
1: that's sick, man. Yeah, Elitist Ones is also a good one. There's so many good tracks on this album, man. It's really solid. You guys got to be damn proud of it, hey? I appreciate that. Yeah, oh, man, it's awesome. And, well, your recent tour was called, uh, uh, of course, Decade of the Blade. We celebrate 10 years of the band, and I'm, I'm sure you guys have been through a hell of a lot together. Is there one memory, you know, of the time you've had with the guys that sticks out to you the most?
0: Man, uh you know, after – you, you say it like that, after a decade, you know, some of that stuff kind of runs together. But, I mean, I, and I'm, I'm so bad at, like, I always think about a good answer for the questions like this after, you know, I get to it with the interview. But, uh, but, no, I mean, honestly, with us, man, there's always one that sticks out with us when we first started touring that, you know, it's back, you know, in 08. Oh, I think it was 08. And, uh, we had, you know, GPSs weren't all that good back then. And this GPS literally took us down this road it started off concrete it turned to gravel and turned to dirt and then you know there was nowhere to turn around we're in god's country and we literally get to where we're in a field with grass coming up to our knees and to the right about 20 feet is just a you know a, a lake or river of water and there's nowhere to turn around like i we literally had to un-empty the trailer so we could turn the trailer around by hand and get oh, the man. van and you know kind of like literally mudding with the van and off-road and turn, get it around the trailer so we could pull it back out and go the other direction. It was a nightmare. But it was one I'll never forget. So.
1: At least you can laugh about it now. I'm sure at the time it was a different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, mean, I, was literally, I was literally thinking if we couldn't get out of there, I, I was like, they, they would have to helicopter us out of there. So I don't know how they'd get, you know, the van or the trailer out of there. It was insane. It was nuts. But we made it work. So. <laughs> we were young kids too, so. Yeah it's, yeah, it's pretty nuts to think about. It's been 10 years, you know, but I mean, it, it's kind of flown by in a sense, but I, you know, it seems like it took a long time to get here. But as I look back, it's, you know, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of learning from your mistakes, man. You know, as far as this is a business and you learn how to not do things. And yeah, if anything, 10 years has told us that we're doing something right. So hopefully we keep doing it.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah, man. And uh you've, of course you recently announced that you're going to be playing the massive Oldsfest meets Knotfest which just looks insane man. I mean that's massive.
0: Oh, I can't wait man. That's going to be uh that's going to be an insane uh, show and not we've done Knotfest before and I mean let's be honest dude if, you, if you're if you're not an elitist metalhead then Flip Notch is awesome, you know. They're just killer, they're great live band, they're just fun to watch and they're fun to listen to and you know, and we did mayhem with him in 2012, and I'm just stoked to do it again. And not to mention, you know, Ozfest. You know, it might be Ozzy's last show in California. You know, so we'll see what happens. But um, I'm excited for it, man. I can't wait. That's just going to be a sick show. Especially our boys, Suicide, Suicide Silence, is on it, and it'll be, uh, it'll be uh, There's a lot of other good bands on it too. It'll be a stacked lineup. Oh man, looks at, and Combi Cross are on there as well, I believe. Which uh, oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Man,
1: they, they have you ever seen them live?
0: I haven't seen them live. I heard they were a killer, a uh, killer live show though.
1: Yeah, man, they are definitely worth checking out. Man, I would do anything to to
0: go to that gig and <laughs> just party with you guys. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it would be a, uh, it's going to be insane, man. This... And well,
1: yeah. apart from that, are you guys got plans to come down here? Have you got plans to uh, come and party with us down in Australia?
0: We've we've only uh, planned out, you know, uh, up until November of this sh- of uh, this year. I know in November we're doing stuff in Europe, but you know, as far as next year goes, it's it's free. Uh, you know, it's open. It's free rain for us. So you know, starting next year. So what we're probably going to do is, you know, during the winter time, since we, you know, it's kind of dangerous to do a full U.S. tour in the winter with the you know the, the Rockies and them mm-hmm. being so cold and icy and going up to Canada and stuff. So we try to do stuff in the Southern Hemisphere. So if we're coming down there, it'll be, you know, the winter time here. So it'll be next year sometime, beginning of your old New Year. So That's our summer. There's sometime after that anyway. Yeah. That'll be your yeah. summer, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, at least you know you can come down here to the barbecues and beers and, and the beach and stuff while you're down uh, here. Uh,
0: Australia is hands down. Australia is one of my favorite places I've been. And I've been there. Uh, let's see, what I think four times now, mm-hmm. and uh, I can't get enough Australia, man. I if I could, literally, if I could get a job and move there, I would. It's just you know everything's kind of pricey there for you know if you don't have something set up. But I love it there, man. I, I can't get enough Australia. So.
1: Well, man, we we can't get enough of Whitechapel. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to see you guys soon, because that would be awesome to see you guys again. Agreed. Yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, man. Well, we're going to go to the track market of Blade now. Thanks for hanging with us tonight, man. And uh, all the best to uh, you guys for the rest of the year and the release of the
0: album. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for the kind words on the album. We'll hopefully see you Aussie soon. So, you know, keep your fingers crossed. Planning on traveling this summer?